Hi, church family. I'm so glad that we have this ability to connect online. We're about to go into one of our messages and I pray it blesses you. If it does, make sure you share it with a friend and, and share the love around. Make sure that you click like or subscribe so that you don't miss any of our messages that we upload weekly. And jump in the chat so that we can connect. Even though it's virtual, let's make sure that we connect. So sit back, enjoy, and I pray that you're inspired and blessed. So this month we're talking about as it is in heaven. And we all pray the, the Our Father, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The next verse, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you know, ladies and gentlemen, we all seek the kingdom. Every one of us seeks the kingdom. And until the kingdom is found, there is always something missing in our lives. And this morning I say, if there's something missing in your life, and if you were to say to me today, Dad, this, this, uh, my life feels hollow in a way. There's feel like there's something missing. I would, I would dare to say, ladies and gentlemen, that, that more than likely, the only thing that's going to fill that void is the kingdom, is heaven. And we all seek it, but unfortunately, many, many people seek the kingdom in places where it cannot be found. The old song said, they sought love in all the wrong places. And across this nation, across this generation, we've got a whole bunch of beautiful people who are seeking with all of their hearts, but they're looking in the wrong place and they come back frustrated, they come back lacking, they come back in need, they come back, back and say, where is it? Where is life all about? Because until we meet with heaven, life doesn't take on a lot of purpose. Until we meet with heaven, our purpose really for living doesn't come to the surface. Until we meet in the kingdom, until we've seen the kingdom, until we're touched by the kingdom, our life may be a life of building bridges, building houses, buying new cars, flying airplanes. It can be going to the moon, but there'll always be something lacking. And that'll be the kingdom. It'll be heaven. Be heaven. You know, God said that the journey to the kingdom would not be easy. He never said it would be easy. But he did say that the arrival there would be worthwhile. And many of us today, you might be paying the pains of it. Many of us today, we may be in the trenches of it. Many of us today, we may be confused. Many of us today, we might be saying, God, where's it all at? But I want to encourage you today, today the journey is worthwhile. The journey today, once the kingdom of God touches our lives, once we enter into that kingdom, once the kingdom of God meets with earth, once today, all that we paid is worth it. You know, I hear so many good, beautiful Christians say that, have given so much to God. They've given so much to God. We don't like to be awful, nasty, but none of us really here have given anything to God. None of us have given anything. If you were to invest money on the stock market, you might put $100,000. I was talking to someone last week, though, did $14 million this year. But then if you make another $14 million back, have you really given anything? Wow. Do you know, look, the church, you know, 
it's not what we give to God. We give God nothing. I say, I give him my life. No, you haven't. He's given you your life back. Pressed down, shaking together and overflowing. Oh, I laid down my career. No, he didn't. Lay down my time. No, he didn't. I'm on borrowed time. I don't know about you. I'm on borrowed time, man. I know today as I stand here, I've had the heart attack. I know what it's like. I've had a couple of heart operations. I know what it's like. I mean, every day I've got is because of the grace of God. We give God nothing. We give him nothing. He said, Dan, I've laid down my life. No, 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 no. <laughs> the kingdom of heaven. It not only restores. See, the kingdom of heaven is not about just restoring our life. It's, it's about Jesus said, I came to give us life and life more abundant. Man, you haven't seen life till you're in the kingdom. All these things that we see as ours, really, it's junk. It's, it's what did they say in the first service? I'm not going to swear. So I can't call it that particular word. But what did Paul call it? Dung. <laughs> it's probably the polite way of saying it. It's not what, we, it's not what we'd say on the job site. It says it's dung. I count all those things as dung for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. What, you know, what have we given? So this is about the kingdom. I bind that clock up in Jesus' name. It's a wretched looking thing. So the kingdom of God can be a place that we look to go to. But the kingdom of the kingdom of heaven is a place that we can be now. Now come and stop and think. The kingdom of heaven is a place that you and I can think we're going to go to. Valhalla or somewhere the, the, the old Vikings call it. No, the kingdom of heaven, Jesus said the kingdom of heaven is within you, Dustin. It's in your midst. It's here, mate. It's here. It's in this building. It's, it's around us. But the sad part about it is many Christians miss it. They miss it. Out of the 39 parables in the Gospels, over half of them are Jesus explaining what the kingdom of heaven is all about. Over half of them. In the Gospel of Matthew, all of them are about the kingdom of heaven. Every parable in, in, in the Gospel of Matthew is about the kingdom of heaven. So to me, that must to me that seems like it must be pretty important to God. That you and I understand number one is 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 about this about this thing that you and I are entered into. When we came and gave our lives to Christ, what did we enter into? What is it all about? I, it's, it's, about re, it's about understanding the kingdom. He said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. The things you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. He said, yeah, yeah, the kingdom is like a, a block of land that someone saw. And for the love of it, the love of it, the love of it, he sold all that he had so he could have it. He could have it. The kingdom is like that. It, 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 it's so amazing that when you've been touched with it, 
the things of this world would, what's that song we used to sing, Janet? The things of the world would grow strangely dim in the light of his, how'd it go? In the light of his glory and grace. The things of this world grow strangely dim. So it, in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. In Matthew 10, 7, it says, And you shall go proclaim, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. So today, I, I want to get in into our brains. I want to get into the inner parts of us and I want to screw some screws around. I want to adjust the carburetors or, or, or make some adjustments in there where we can't get this thought out of our mind. I want to know more about the kingdom. I want to know more about the kingdom. I want to know more about the kingdom. God, you've got to show me about the kingdom. God, I don't, I don't want to be a travel agent. I don't want to tell people about the kingdom. I want to be a tour guide. I want to take people on a tour through heaven. They're very different things. It's very easy to be a travel agent where we can talk about the kingdom of God. We can talk about healing. We can talk about love. We can talk about righteousness. We can talk about these great things. And we can sound so eloquent. But it's a different thing when you're a tour guide. A tour guide can only do what he does or she does because they live there, they've been there, they know the place, they've journeyed through it themselves, they've smelt the bush, they've smelt it, they've, they've been part of it. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 30, 31, it says, Don't worry about the things, these things saying, what shall we eat and what shall we drink and what shall we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of the unbeliever. That's a scary thing to say. How much of our thought lives this week have been, what, what's been dominating our thought patterns this week? That's a challenging thought, isn't it? It is to me. What's been dominating in here? Uh, the, the things of eating and what I'm going to drink, what I'm going to wear, of the natural world of the things that I can see and feel and touch, of the temporal world. How much of what goes on in this man's life is controlled by the temporal that one day I'm going to have to leave behind? One day I'm going to have to let go of it one way or another. How much of, of, of my precious time I've got on earth I spent connecting with the, the temporal? Jesus said, don't do that. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. As I said to you before, Ann and I lack for nothing, man. We live like kings. We've been in ministry most of our lives. We owe God nothing. God owes us nothing, sorry. He's no man's debtor. He's given back to us. He's a good God. Right. Listen to me, please. He's a good God. Our God's a good God. He's a rewarder. He's a forgiver. He's one who releases the captives. He's the one that breaks addictions. He's, he's the one that breaks condemnation and guilt. 
I don't know there's people here this morning, you've been struggling with the past. You've been struggling with the things that you've said. You've been struggling with some of your bad behaviours and some of your addictions. You've been struggling with them. And you think, oh, gee, if I can learn some new lifestyles and go and get some more counselling. No, you need a touch of heaven. You need a touch of heaven. Yeah, you may need to learn some new lifestyles, but those new lifestyles are only sustainable when they're founded on the kingdom of God. Come on, come on, let me into your heart, please. So I know what it's like. I know what the struggle like. I, I know what the bottom of the barrel smells like, and it's not very nice, is it? Who's been there? I don't like that place, man. I've been in the gutter. I smelt the gutter. It's a horrible place, isn't it? Isn't it? What about over this side of the auditorium? Isn't it? It's horrible. When you put your head down that pillow last thing of night and wish you could wind the clock back to that morning again. Been there? If only I could wind the clock back to 8 o'clock in the morning, eh? And know what I know now, I would probably said something different. Wouldn't have listened to that person. Wouldn't have followed them. Who, anyone over here felt that? I felt it. I felt it. I, there's times I've gone home to Anne and said, you know what, I, I, I've done the wrong thing today. I've said the wrong thing. I got caught up in emotion. I became impulsive. Who, who's been there? Horrible, isn't it? Horrible. Horrible when that emotion rises up and you, you, your brain goes into neutral and your mouth goes into fifth gear. Who's been there? You wish you could shove them back in, you know. It's about, it's about being heavenly minded. It's about connecting. But the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness. The kingdom of God is not about the temporal. So often we focus our faith on the temporal. I'm believing God for a new car. I'm believing God for a new house. I'm believing God for a pay rise. Oh, they're all good things. They're all good things, don't worry. But they're temporal things. They'll never make you happy. I don't think they will. They won't make you happy. Being there, threw that T-shirt away. They won't make you happy. Oh, I, I really need a new hol another holiday. You might, but it's not going to make you happy. So often they're focused on things of this earth, of the every believer. But it's righteousness. It's about right standing with God. For heaven, see, a person who's, who's connected with heaven and been to heaven, and been to heaven spiritually, all of a sudden something changes the way they see themselves. Something happens when you look in the mirror. And you look in the mirror before then and, and what you see you know that the poem man in the mirror when you get what you want and you struggle for life and the world makes you king for the day go to the mirror and look at yourself see what that man has to say for it isn't his father his mother or wife whose judgment of him he must pass but the follow whose verdict counts most in your life is the man looking back from the glass. For it's he you must please, never mind the rest, for he's with you clear up to the end. 
and you know you've passed your most difficult test when the man in your glass is your friend. Now you may get pats on the back as you travel through life, something like that, forgotten how it ends. <laughs> but your final reward will be heartaches and tears. The man in the glass is not your friend. Something happens when you and I meet with heaven yeah. and righteousness comes. I'm now I'm in right standing with God. And the guilt, the condemnation, the fear, the things that this world throws at you now can't get in because heaven is ruling. Not my will, but yours be done. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done. Your will be done. Your... See, the, the will of God for your life and my life is to be successful, is to be blessed, is to be able to be fruitful in all things, spiritual and natural. The will of God for your life and my life is to be an overcomer, a conqueror. The will for God for our lives today is to walk in the wisdom of God. The will of God in our lives today is to walk as sons and daughters of God. And John 1.12 says, To as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become sons and daughters of God. And there's a big difference to those people and those people who may just have a theory about Christianity. I've met with heaven. And we just, just, just wait on it now. I've met with heaven. I've met with heaven. Now, 35 years ago, I was preaching in Malaita Island in the Solomon Islands, and this drunken man came. He stood in a meeting. We preached the gospel, and he gave his life to Christ. He's a man who used to bash his wife. As he walked home, she saw him walking down the street. She said, there's something different about him. There's something different today. He's not staggering, something different. So the man met with heaven. His wife came to the meeting the next day and said, what happened to him? What happened to this husband of mine? He said, he met with heaven. He met with heaven. Righteousness. It's not food and drink, but it's righteousness. It's joy. It's joy. I want to say this. Happiness is overrated. If you're looking for happiness, save yourself the energy. It's overrated. Go for joy. If you want happiness, you're going to live a life of, that's very, very unstable. Because happiness is, a, is an emotion that comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. It comes and it goes. You can be happy today and be sorrowful the next. But I tell you what, if you want something that's stable in your life, go for joy. And true joy can only be found in heaven. The kingdom of God is righteousness, is joy, is joy, is joy, joy everlasting, joy, joy, joy. The outward may say something, but inside, Andrew got a joy. Life's tough at the moment, maybe but I've got a joy. Because where I am is founded in heaven. My name's written in, the, in that book of life up there in heaven, wherever it is, but I've met with heaven. And there's a joy, there's a peace. It's righteousness, it's joy, it's peace. What is true peace? Peace is... Peace is, is once and for all 
the weapons have been put away. Peace is when we stop being defensive about our lives. Peace is when we stop justifying our behavior. Peace is when we stop criticizing other people because I haven't got to. I can let them be who they are and I can be who I am because I'm happy with who I am. I'm peaceful. I'm righteous. I'm in right standing with God and I'm happy that I'm who I am. I'm happy the way God's made me and I haven't got to criticize. I haven't got to condemn. I haven't got to... Be, I've got peace. <laughs> and when you've got peace in here, you have peace out there. Nothing compares with peace. You put your head on that pillow at night and you can say, I did my best and my best is good enough. And we can say, you know what? I got caught up in emotion today. You know what? I said the wrong thing. But God, I ask you to forgive me and tomorrow I'm going to go and correct it with that person. But God, let me meet with heaven. Who's been where I've been? Have, have you had that hunger? Maybe you've got it today. I'm sure in this congregation there'd be people. I'm sure. I'm sure there's people here today and you say, Dan, I, I've got to get a gap in my life. I've got a gap in my emotions. And I need it to be filled. Friends, that's the kingdom of heaven you're seeking. And it's here today. It, you can meet with that heaven right now because he's in your presence. Have we just stopped? Keep. That's good. Let's tap into the kingdom. You know, what we do when we're coaching people, oftentimes there's a thing we call mindfulness that we teach about times of anxiety. But do you know what I love about the gospel? It's true mindfulness is when you fix your thoughts on heaven. And you let heaven invade. You let the kingdom, thy will be done in my spirit. Thy will be done in my heart. Thy will be done in my thought life. My, thy, thy will be done of peace, of righteousness. The next time that critical thing sticks its head up, the word of God within me will speak to it. It will speak to it. That word of God will speak to it. And old here, you are, you are chosen. You are forgiven. You are free. You are accepted. You are loved. This is the kingdom of heaven I'm talking about. It's not flesh and blood. It's not food and drink. It's not found living in the best street in town. It's not, it's not found in the greatest careers. It's not found in the next university degree, PhD, MBA, or whatever it may be. It's not found in there. It's found with knowing Him. Knowing Him.